Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we choose a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> I'm Louisa Heron. I'm not on board with this being a musical. <laughs> I thought Jeff was being a speaking spell. <laughs> I'm Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like the backing vocals to a freeze pop song. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm just a Canadian Man, robot. That's a- that's a reference that one person will get. Was it me? <laughs> Is it? No, <laughs> everybody everybody it? played Guitar Hero too. Everybody's big Freeze Pop fans. Well, but Freeze Pop didn't do their like speak and spell backing vocals in that one song and in every other song they did. Well, whatever. Whatever you, whatever your face. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we usually start by talking about what we've been up to on the internet. So, Louisa, what have you been up to on the internet lately? Nothing. Do I always start with you, Louisa? I, I feel I like do. it. Jeff. I usually try to avoid it. Uh, Jeff, what have you been up to on the, on oh, the internet? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I you can't say nothing, because the... I'm going to say nothing when it gets to me. Go ahead. Yeah, How do you guys I... <laughs> not prepare this ahead of time? I watched the Netflix original series, Stranger Things. Oh, it yeah. How is that? I've heard it's very good. good. Uh, here's the things that are not good about it first, okay. uh, so that we'll get to the good things. Uh, yep. The plot is pretty thin. Uh, the mm. special effects are not great, and uh, I'm confused why they bothered to use computers to make some of the stuff instead of just, like, practical effects. Uh, because here's the good things. Uh, it has a really accurate and cool 80s aesthetic uh, very suburbs, very like uh, Stand by Me or uh, ET kind of deal. Uh, uh-huh. It's got and also Winona Ryder is an actual alien <laughs> in real life. The she's actress, not the character. <laughs> she's like unrecognizable in this show because she's. <laughs> I was just good trying to figure out old. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how your good things would feed into why they wouldn't need to use special effects from computers, and the only thing I could think of is someone in the cast has actual magic powers. Oh, I see. Uh, no, the reason why I don't think they should have used computer special effects is because it had this whole 80s aesthetic. Oh, yeah. And so you want, no. like, a gremlin puppet instead of a yeah. gremlin. gremlin. <laughs> oh, man. We watched... So we went to see the new Ghostbusters last night, and then came home and I we realized that Jen had never seen the original Ghostbusters in his oh, entire what? So we <laughs> came on. home and watched the original Ghostbusters and uh, first of all, without judgment, I'm going to say Jen said she preferred the new Ghostbusters. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That is a valid opinion that a lot of people I think have. Um, but we both agreed that my god, the special effects in the original Ghostbusters, like they're so puppety. <laughs> They're so puppets. All of them heard so much puppets. Yeah, I can't ever tell if I kind of like those special effects because they have a more visceral, real quality, or if I just like them because they're the first ones I saw as a child, so they feel more real to me. 
Yeah, I think it's the second one because, like, watching it through new eyes, I was like, "Oh man, you can practically see the poor Jim Henson creature shop puppeteer in all like green spandex standing behind this ghost." Yeah, I uh, I like the sort of like the stop motion for the dogs. I like that special effect mm-hmm. in general. Even that though Harry Hansen the- thing, I love that. Yeah, the only movie that looks good in is. Uh, uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Every other movie, they just did not have the budget to include enough frames for it to be smooth. What about what? Um, all the the uh, Greek epics? Yeah, it looks really bad in all no, of those. No, it looks awesome. That That's part of the charm amazing. is hey, how bad guys, it is. guys, you're both right. It looks... <laughs> really bad which is what makes it awesome <laughs> yeah i i love the the like harryhausen skeletons i think that they're really yeah. cool but they're also like jittery yeah it's that's really, the good thing it's really funny though because when you're a kid your brain has this capacity that you lose when you get older to fill in those extra frames yeah. so like in your imagination it's like holy shit that transition from the librarian ghost into that weird like gorilla monster thing at the beginning of Ghostbusters was so like smooth and like realistic and believable and it scared the shit out of me and now it's literally three still photographs laced over each other like (laughs) woman weird blob like gorilla ghost and that's it (laughs) yeah I really liked the ghosts in the new Ghostbusters like I feel like they kind of captured the feeling of the crappy old special effects but using computer enhancements and people in costumes yeah Mm -hmm. i was really afraid they were gonna go into like full cgi everything is like and they kind of did at the end spoiler alerts when they were fighting the um the like guy on stilts thing Mm -hmm. oh yeah the uncle sam ghost yeah, but, like, what what was that even supposed to be representing? Was he actually supposed to be a guy on stilts? Did he die wearing stilts? <laughs> yeah, I think they were supposed to be Macy's Day Parade balloons, because it's hard... It's no, kinda... no, 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 yeah, no. Not that. the balloons. After that. He was part of the parade as well, was he not? Maybe. I mean, that might be why he was wearing stilts, but, like... He was summoned as anyone... the spirit of America to summon a bunch of, like, Minutemen and Indians to fight them. Yeah, that seems to be what was going on, but he was 100% CGI, whereas everybody else was, like, actual stuntmen wearing clothes that then were CGI enhanced and stuff, which was cool. Yeah, I I really liked the flasher ghost. I thought he was fun, because it was, like, clearly just... (laughs) You would. It was clearly just some, like, creepy extra, and he had, like, an actual outfit, and then they just CGI'd a skeleton so that you wouldn't see, like, his <laughs> Wait, unders. are you supposing that this guy just did that without direction from the director, <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, that's gold! <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best way for uh, movies to work, but no, obviously not. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, no, but, yeah, the, I think that the ghosts in the new Ghostbusters are, like, Jed and I unanimously agreed, definitely better <laughs> than the ghosts in the old Ghostbusters. Even though I have nostalgia for the old ones, I mm-hmm. think, objectively, the new ones are better. I, I think the the main bad guy, though, was not as good. Like, uh, Gozer was cool, even though Ooh. it's barely there. 
Yeah. Ooh, was Gozer cool in that skin tight leotard with sequins all over it and a flat top haircut? Because that's <laughs> yes. very yes. 80s. First of all, yes, you're wrong. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, the thing about Gozer that was so good is you didn't know much about Gozer. Gozer was just super yeah. powerful. That's certainly true. We learned and too Figo much about the Carpathian Rowan. is also very cool, even though Ghostbusters 2 kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it certainly does. Can we talk for one second, Louisa, specifically Uh-oh. to you? I need to talk to you about how great it is that almost the entire cast of Other Space, Yay! the Yahoo original series, was in this Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> that mo- Okay, so anyone well, who hasn't watched. That's where I recognize other- that bad guy from, huh? <laughs> Anyone who hasn't watched all of Other Space, oh, yeah, just watch Other Space. Uh, I've watched, I've watched I like the first three or four episodes. I think. Mm-hmm. I think Louisa recommended it in the first episode of our other podcast that we recorded and never released because <laughs> we were too lazy to edit it. And I by found that. Me. I found that today, and I'm thinking about uh, releasing it. No, it was so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad about it. I feel like yeah. everything was bad. <laughs> no, it's actually but, um, fine. It sounds fine. But um the uh the the show is like it's just one season. It's a very funny science fiction comedy and If you've ever watched the, Red Dwarf, I think you would like it. Yeah, it's um the best the, Star Trek series in two decades. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is very similar to Star Trek Voyager. And it has Joel Hodgson from Mystery Science Theater in it as well as oh, Trace yeah. Bellew as the voice of the robot. Um, but, uh, the guy who is the main bad guy in the new Ghostbusters and the delivery boy from the Chinese restaurant and the girl that gets attacked by ghost rats are all main characters on that show. I didn't know at the time, but I found out later the ghost in the Aldrich mansion at the very beginning, the, uh, the heiress that killed all those servants that that was played by the sister from other space. Oh, so it's literally the entire cast of Other Space. Yes, Paul Feig apparently meets new people and then really likes but them. But I was and going crazy. I'm like, that, after that. that's her, right? So he... Yes, yes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so... <laughs> so if you liked ghostbusters the new one watch other mm. space it's nothing like it but it's very funny and yeah. i would love for them to do a second season paul so. feig said he got the rights back from yahoo screen they they had the rights to it they canceled the show he announced a few months ago on twitter that he had the rights again he was very excited because he was going to shop around and see if anyone oh, else would make he sense. needs to kickstart that shit i would <laughs> kickstart so much money into it i love that show i uh what was I going to say? Mm, no, it's gone. Well, speaking of web series, Stranger Things, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Go back. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's It's got something that most things just don't have, which is Winona child Ryder. actors who are good oh. at acting. Yes, Winona Ryder also. <laughs> uh, but the kid actors are all amazing. Hmm. Like, they have real emotion. They seem like real kids. Huh. They're funny. Uh, it's like a group of 11 and 12 year olds who play D&D together and then their friend goes uh, mysteriously missing is and they sort it, of bike around of town Satan? trying to figure out what's going on. Is it because they what? angered because God of... in their uh, blasphemous D&D playing? <laughs> uh, it's eventually revealed that he gave himself to Satan and uh-huh. they all uh, 
they all tear and rend their skin and uh, pour their guts out onto a pentagram. Which they um, learned to where... do from the Dungeons and Dragons manual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 that's that's in the uh, Fiend folio. Yeah, because we how all to, know how that... How to summon a demon. We all know that Gary Gygax is a dis- direct descendant of Aleister Crowley. <laughs> I mean, listen to that name, Gary Gygax. Yeah, what is he, a Spider-Man <laughs> villain? <laughs> uh, yep. Anyway. Uh, anyway, it's pretty good. What's your thing? Uh, mine? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is something that's been going on for me for a long time, and I've been really stepping it up lately. Um, I've been... Harassing women on Twitter. You're a gamer gator. <laughs> yes, exactly. I just feel like Donald Trump is going to make America great again. And no. Um, no. It's all about uh, ethics and video game journalism. Oh, that thing. Well, I feel like those two things have a lot of overlap. <laughs> They're pretty much the same. <laughs> I like that you couldn't um, even just make the joke that Donald Trump's going to make America great again. You had to say no afterwards. You had to slip that in there. <laughs> the thing is, I used to say those things without like immediately revoking them because I was like, everyone knows. Like, everyone must know that since I'm clearly a competent human being I think that that would be a terrible <laughs> idea but I keep seeing competent human beings being like maybe it wouldn't be so bad it would it would be so yeah, bad destroying, yeah. destroying their own credibility by entertaining the notion that Donald Trump would be good at anything in his whole life I'm seeing way too much Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are equally exactly as bad no yeah, not. Well, you can have problems with seeing... Hillary they're not equally as bad <laughs> Yep. I love seeing that juxtaposed with the drill tweet of uh, something oh, yeah. like, good, th- good and bad things are the same, said the wise man. Yeah. <laughs> you fool, you idiot. <laughs> yep, pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> yep. I mean, I think that Hillary Clinton is bad, but Donald Trump is indescribable. Like, like you know how, you know how H.P. Uh, Lovecraft didn't just say like oh man cthulhu is a real dick he was like he's indis- like you can't wrap your mind around the horror that is cthulhu i feel yeah. like that's sort of what president trump is like mm-hmm. i just don't think I, a human mind can encompass how bad an idea that is yep Ooh. yeah it's it's like you want to avoid making the nazi comparison because it's become so trite at this point but like Every, every it follows the pattern real close uh, talking about how immigrants are ruining the country talking about how he's going to save the economy by getting all the immigrants out of the country that time uh, when he shot himself in the head in a bunker I wish oh man we've got that to look forward to if he wins <laughs> that we know for sure he'll be dead oh god can somebody start making campaign posters for Donald Trump that are like his campaign promises to uh, shoot himself in the head in a bunker if, if he wins and then loses a war against Europe? Yes. Except, oh, I was almost going to write that down for my little fan art, but I will definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's too I mean, depressing. I think that's how you get on a watch list of some kind. Uh, anyway, um, no, the thing I really have been up to lately and for a while now is I've been researching the idea of getting a massage chair for myself no, in my no, house. No, This no, again. No, no. no, listen. I, I have... Have I talked about this on the show before? Uh, I'm not sure. It feels oh, like it. I might have. Well, okay. I have three concerns. <laughs> so, okay. First of all, I have back problems and, like, I use the massage chair at my gym 
every time I go, and it really genuinely helps my back. There's like, a massage chair at your gym. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? That's, That's not insane. uncommon. I've never I go to, he goes to a good-ass gym, clearly. I go to Planet <laughs> Fitness. It's yeah, it's a whole planet gym. of fitness. <laughs> the fuel costs alone to get you there. Yeah. No, it's a bicycle-powered uh, spaceship. That's how you get uh, fit. Sorry, speaking of planets, did you see uh, that Kurt Russell is in Guardians yes. of the Galaxy 2 as Ego the Living Planet? Okay, is his head going to be the planet? Because I'm on board for that. I really hope so, because also somehow he's Star-Lord's dad. Yeah, well, we all kind of saw that coming, didn't we? He's a planet! Yeah. It's fine. It's all fine. (laughs) Says America. Star-Lord's bomb banged a planet, and we're all going to be like, yes, this makes sense in a major motion picture. You know he's going to be able to, like, manifest himself as Kurt Russell or something. Are we already on board with her having banged an alien? Yes. Yes, an alien, fine. Are we also on board with the fact that she definitely got cancer from banging an alien? Because that seems really fucked up. Uh, I think that's a common enough trope. That's what having a Dr. Manhattan's girlfriend. No, it didn't. No, it it explicitly didn't. That's the whole point. Oh, were they lying? Yeah. I forgot. How did you forget? (laughs) I haven't read Watchmen in, like, uh, years. Um, The, uh... That was a plot line in Spider-Man Reign, which was like Dark Knight Returns. I read about that in an article about the most ridiculous things that have ever been in comic books. Yep. Uh, Yeah, because he doesn't just have spider blood. He's got radioactive spider jizz, and Mary Jane died of cancer from it. That's stupid. Uh, Yeah, it's very stupid and grim. (laughs) Let's not talk about comic books at all this episode. Yeah, I don't want to talk about comic books stuff. Let's go back to talking about... uh, So I used the the massage chair at my gym. It always helps my back. Like, this morning I woke up with back pain so bad that I couldn't, like, see straight, and it was really bad. And I went to the gym, and I used the massage chair, and now I feel good. And it's so, like, I know that everyone turns up their nose at me thinking about getting a massage chair, but I genuinely think it would improve the quality of my life. So, here's my concerns. Number one, I'm going to buy a massage chair that's, like, the the one that I can afford and it's going to be such garbage that I will have wasted hundreds of dollars. Is that likely to happen? Yes. 90% chance. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Okay. Concern number two, you know, the lady who sang black velvet and got crippled from going to the chiropractor too much. A lot of miles. Yes. Yes. Can that Uh, happen? Now I know her. (laughs) Can that happen to you if you just get a lot of massages, or is that specific to chiropractors? I don't know. Oh, chiropractors are scam artists that don't do real medicine. So are massage chairs. They're not. What? (laughs) Massage Massage chairs are scam artists, too. They're like, hey, this is like a real massage from someone who knows what they're doing, except it's a chair. Well, yeah, okay. but there's no human error involved in a massage no. chair, whereas <laughs> a chiropractor can just, like, jam their hand your back. Are you saying, are you saying a back? robot chiropractor can do a perfect job and not fuck up your back? Because I have uh, No, because because <laughs> the practice of chiro- chiropracti- chiropractic, <laughs> it's not medicine, so calling it chiropractic medicine is inaccurate. Uh, that whole thing is not real. <laughs> Yes. Well, it it does give you pleasure, but not from, like, relieving problems, which, so it's, yeah. like, bad like, for you. Like drugs. 
Yes, it's a lot <laughs> like drugs. It's but, like sugar pills. But, like, massage is genuinely an area of medicine that is true. Like, like physical <laughs> therapy, a lot okay. of it is massaging sore muscles, right? Yes. And in yes. my researches, I've read that a lot of doctors recommend using an electronic massager if you have sore muscle problems that aren't crippling but are, like, consistently painful. So it's not a scam, <laughs> but they also are like, use you know, if you have a bad back and you can't afford slash don't want to go to a massage masseuse every day, which... Jesus Christ. Like, I would pay ten times as much as going to a real human masseuse to not have to lay topless on a table with a stranger touching me ever for my uh, whole life. That's my favorite activity. Uh, <laughs> that's all I ever want to do. Well, good good for you, Jeff. But for me, uh, yeah. So I would rather get a much worse massage and not have to interact with any other human beings ever again. Um, but they say use a massage chair for like a half hour a day. And let's be real, guys. <laughs> if I had a massage chair in my house, I would be in it for 23 hours a day. <laughs> that was, yeah, I was what say, I thought the, your concern the number main, three was going to be. <laughs> the main worry is that you're going to like become a part of the chair. Yeah, that you never get out of <laughs> like, that chair. <laughs> but like, will it cripple me forever? <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, probably. It's gonna be like that. Uh, what was that creep show where the guy becomes a plant because he just can't move his body? What? I what? didn't do that. No. No. That, mm, I've got that Google guy really... becomes plant. <laughs> that sounds really. You know how all of those like um, uh, uh, picaresque movies that were a bunch of scary stories, like the Twilight Zone movie or like uh, Tales from the Crypt movie not the not the like bordello of blood which is a whole other thing but <laughs> they they had a bunch of scary stories but everyone had one story that was like so goofy that it made the rest of the movie less scary yes have you seen black mirror no i haven't some uh, it's very good. you know the idea that is some of the stories are very good and some of the stories particularly the one about the cartoon bear I liked that one, even it though so it's very fucking dumb. fucking ridiculous. Does he steal everyone's picnic baskets? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, no, uh, I was just watching uh, old cartoons. I wasn't watching Black Mirror at all. <laughs> You've yeah. seen through my ruse to try to be cool. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. This bear, he's smarter than the average bear. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, but can he outsmart even, like, a park ranger? Uh, you'd think he wouldn't be able to, but it turns out he can. What the fuck? How do they let this be on television? It's so counterculture. <laughs> it's very subversive. <laughs> you know, you say that as a joke, but uh, Scooby-Doo was weirdly counterculture for a kid's cartoon, wasn't it? Well, in that it's great that they 100% provably were doing drugs every second that they weren't on camera, and yet... They were like, no, there's no drug use in this show at all. <laughs> like, if they named the character Doobie instead of Shaggy, <laughs> I don't think anyone would have noticed. Really? Shaggy is the one you're replacing with Doobie, not Scooby? No, I'm saying, like, Scooby <laughs> and Doobie. That was probably the original <laughs> duo. Oh, boy. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Oh, okay, so concern number three. Yep. Concern number three about massage chair. 
am I going to worry so much about these other things that I'm never going to actually do it, and thus my life will not be improved when it could be so easily? I don't think you're going to be able to buy a good enough massage chair for it to really do all the things you want. I think it's going to be disappointing and shoddy. But, I mean, I can save money. I know how. <laughs> the way you said that made it sound like you do not know how. <laughs> I, I watched a WikiHow video. I'm going to take this money. And they had a lot of diagrams and so put the money here. Yeah, there were a lot of money. badly drawn cartoons <laughs> putting money into, like, mattresses and stuff. Shows a guy buying ice cream and there's an X through it. <laughs> no ice cream, no. <laughs> Shows a guy with only five... Uh, Five thumbs and no fingers. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's all thumbs. Yep. I don't. I was about to say with only five fingers, but then I realized that's the normal kind. Wait, has he got extra yeah. thumbs? What's happened? I was trying to say. I was trying to reiterate his badly drawnness by saying he only had a ridiculous number of fingers, but then I realized I, I went through a lot of things in my head. <laughs> I was like four yeah. fingers. No, wait, that doesn't work as a joke because like. If you don't count the thumb, that's true. Five fingers also doesn't work because that could be also true. Three is too few and would look crazy. <laughs> Six, I already I started the sentence already with only has, so I can't go higher. He only has so many goddamn fingers. <laughs> right. So fine. Anyway. <laughs> that was the workshop of that joke I tried to make. Uh, so you'll be paralyzed by the next time we talk to you because you will have bought a weird off-brand so, massage chair. So you're both trying to talk me out of doing this thing that could significantly improve my life. Is yeah, that what's happening? You're not allowed to live your dream of owning a massage chair. I don't, like, it's not the craziest thing in the world. People do it. I thought you were going to say it's not the craziest thing I wanted to do. Well, that's, well, that's also, also true. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh Fine, do it, whatever. <laughs> it's not going to make I you just, happy. I, I feel like you were against this idea before <laughs> I even started talking about it. I feel like that means you're more for it, now that you know Louisa doesn't approve. <laughs> I suppose so, I just want to prove her wrong now. Okay, well go ahead. But <laughs> I don't think anything but the very top level of massage chair is actually going to be any good. I mean, I use the one that's at Planet Fitness, and it helps, Louisa. Well, <laughs> write, Fitness. write down the information about that one and see how much that one is. I already did, and I can afford a better one than that one. All right, well, <laughs> we'll see. You say it's helping your back pain, but what if it's causing your back pain? Ooh. Uh, it's not. Um, <laughs> like, uh, you don't I, know that for sure. I have the back pain before I use it, and then after I don't anymore. I feel like that's a pretty good correlation. It's destroying your spine, yeah, but, what but if when you... you're in it, it's numbing you to that. So you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. things are better now. And then hmm, later you're like, oh, my spine. <laughs> this is shooting some kind of needle into my spinal <laughs> column, but I feel better. It's probably fine. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to have a needle shot in my spinal column. My back hurts all the time, and it always feels like that would be the solution. You should come and use my new massage chair. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> uh, okay, Louisa, now you've, we've stalled enough. It's time for you to tell us what you did on the internet. <laughs> well, I was going to say nothing, which is basically still true. Although I've been uh -huh. trying a lot of recipes from the internet, so that's exciting for me and no one else. Correct. But, uh, I made macarons today. That was great. They turned out pretty bad, but I know what I did wrong. So, first step. 
Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, something we, that I did do on the internet, I see that uh, MST3K, the new show, has been picked up by Netflix, so that's exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I feel kind of pissed off that I donated a lot of money to the Kickstarter because at a certain level you had access to the episodes when they came out, mm-hmm. and now I find out they're going to be released on Netflix, and so I would have <laughs> had access to them anyway, but I mean, I guess I'm glad that it came back, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I am excited that um, uh, Bill Corbett and Mary Jo Pell are coming back as writers, which I didn't know until this announcement. Yeah, they're both good, great. Good. Oh, yeah, apparently we're, we, uh, we're going to be getting Brain Guy and Bobo also. Yeah, it's weird because Kevin Murphy isn't coming back as a writer, but he is coming back to be <laughs> Bobo, which I thought was the thing he hated the most about the show. Yeah, that's like a secondary character besides the one he mainly played, and it's also not a good character. And every, like, blooper or whatever outtake scene that you see of him, he's complaining about getting hair in his mouth. Which I don't, <laughs> I don't blame him for, because that seems like it would be the worst. What was that sound? Uh, did, I, did I do it? Yes, you did, because you, you posted the link in the... You didn't post it in the chat. You posted it in a Hangout dialogue instead. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on a new recording setup where I'm on the call on my phone and recording on my computer so that I don't suffer the slowdown that makes me sound like a robot. Oh, well, it's not working. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> no, this I mean, was you, the... <laughs> sound, you do sound better, but we can't see the link you sent us because it's not in the chat we're doing. Okay, I don't know how to fix that problem. Well, that's a shame, because the ones Matt and I got are so bad, I was kind of hoping your one would save us. Hang on, I'll look at what Jeff sent me on my phone, and then I'll put it... Oh, it's not very good either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what did you guys get? Because I can't see what you put in either. Okay, so the three (laughs) options we have. uh, The one I put in when I got a random is r slash (laughs) guns. Oh, no. (laughs) Not great. And the one when I put it in, I got r slash sad cringe. <laughs> yes, that's the one oh, because no. I got r slash investing. <laughs> oh. Okay, I think we need to take some kind of vote though because I think investing might be better than r slash uh, cringe. Yeah, we or said we guns. weren't going to look at the link, so I don't actually know what sad cringe is, but it sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? Yeah. It does sound bad. <laughs> oh, the tab at the top of my screen calls it cringing until you're sad. Oh, uh, oh, no. oh no. I feel like I'm doing that already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm already gonna... sad and cringing. Okay, but it is funny, right? It's funny to hear us being upset. I thought it was going to be uh, funny to look at investing because we were just talking about wiki house on not spending all your money. <laughs> That's also true. Let's be. Reminds let's be. me of that SNL that SNL sketch with Steve Martin where he has a two page uh, money guide called "Just Don't If You Can't Afford Something, Don't Buy It." Yes. <laughs> um, let's be real here. It doesn't really matter what we pick because we're not going to talk about it anyway. True. Um, which of these is going to spin off the most other stuff? I think mm, it sad might. Cringe. I think it might be sad cringe. Even though I think investing. <laughs> is probably a less unpleasant 
topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got to do this. Also, investing is pretty depressing these days. All right, we'll go with sad cringe. Okay. We haven't done a real reddity Reddit in a while, and sad cringe is like that's peak Reddit. Yeah, so. but the last time the last time we did a really reddity Reddit when we did that forever alone, I feel like we got real mean. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we kind of advised people to like, like give up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is true all right well here's our oh chance yeah we got a mean we got a guess. mean comment we got a mean comment on on the forever alone episode oh no someone, uh i yeah i approved it to be on the website because yeah. i like i i feed on that hate <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he gave a bunch of links like all of the problems you guys have with this subreddit are addressed, losers. Good. I feel like we need to be taken to task more often. Well, I just responded, "Thanks for listening." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good for sure. <laughs> I kind of no, like I'm... that this person is just futilely uh, saying those things because we don't. We're not going to pay attention. I didn't even know it happened. <laughs> I just <laughs> approved it like yesterday. It like just <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's weird because I kind of, when we first started doing this, I was afraid of people hating on the show affecting my me personally. Like, I would feel sad that people hated it if they hated it. But, like, it's not me. The show is something different from me. Like, if people say mean things about me, I'm still sad. But if people don't like the show, I don't give a shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, uh, I tie up my identity in the media I produce rather uh. than the media I consume. So if someone doesn't like me, it affects me as deeply as other nerds are affected if someone doesn't like Batman. Yeah, I guess. I don't understand... Like, do people genuinely get personally upset when somebody hates a thing they like? Because I, I don't think get they that do. At all. I don't get it either. But you've I absolutely known me think for a long do. time. <laughs> we yeah, both okay. used to get pretty mad about that kind of stuff. No, I mean, I get mad when people are wrong about something, like <laughs> provably wrong. Yeah, but... like it's a fact that Batman is good. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that's where you fall into a trap because I've seen a lot of celebrities say on Twitter. Hey, you know, the ghost bu- new Ghostbusters was pretty good. Had some problems, but I liked it. And if you look through the comments of that, there will be people who are literally earnestly saying, no, it's not good, it's objectively bad, you can't say that it's good. Yeah, well, okay, so going into that, like I said, we watched the new and then old Ghostbusters last night, and after watching the old Ghostbusters, Jen said, and Ghostbusters is in the running for my favorite movie of all time, the old one, mm-hmm. um... And Jen said, I didn't like this movie. Are you mad? And I'm like, I don't care. I still can like it. You don't have to like it for me to like it. That's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I think that that's a, not an uncommon reaction for people to be like, I'm sorry that I don't like your thing. Don't be yeah. mad at me. And it's like, I don't care. Some people you are mad, like though. Like. That's but why? I, yeah, I don't know. But that is the thing. You're I not... saw a really funny post about on it was a Reddit post about the Ghostbusters thing and it was getting good reviews and someone was like, We have to convince these people that the movie was not actually good and not to see it because it's bad. And this was from someone who had not seen the movie, telling people who <laughs> had seen it, saying that we have to get the people who have seen this movie we haven't seen to know that it's bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good, guys. Yeah, I thought it so. Is. It's pretty good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Actually. It's a. It's a lot more fun uh, than I was expecting it to be. But 
yeah, I don't know. Oh I man, I just... hope we get people sh- like shitting on us in the comments of this episode <laughs> about like liking. I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh... liked that the characters existed instead of just being like a single characteristic. Because like I I like Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, but their characters each have one characteristic. Yeah, Ooh, I feel the exact opposite. I feel like that's the one thing that I really couldn't couldn't deal with in the new one. Like. I feel like the characters in the old Ghostbusters were goofy, but in a way that human beings actually are sometimes, whereas mm. all of the characters in the new Ghostbusters were cartoon characters that you couldn't imagine doing anything other than what they are on screen. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, go ahead. I got a little bit of that just because I said this on Twitter, but my, my only real problem with the movie was how fragmented a lot of scenes seemed, or mm. like you felt like something was edited and uh i think paul feig said that his original cut of the movie was like four hours long so he had to take a lot a lot out but there were times where things were happening and you're like there's no mention of this before suddenly this is how a character feels or thinks like this is strange i'm interested to see that director's cut because my main problem with the new movie was that the plot just was it wasn't uh, it wasn't really tight. There was. It oh, seemed man. like a, a lot of stuff was just like, uh, well, because ghosts, oh, instead man. of having. Again, I feel the exact opposite of you. <laughs> okay, like, but here's an example. No, 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 no. Let me finish the thing I was <laughs> All right, saying. Go ahead. Which is that I watched. Because I watched the two movies back to back, I watched the new one and I was like, hmm, the plot's like a little bit fragmented, but I can follow it fine. And then I watched the original, and the plot of that makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It, I feel like it has a, together. None of the I think scenes it, make any sense. I think it has an internal logic. There uh, are two montages to make that work. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, but I just, uh, I got the sense that uh, because Dan Aykroyd's a crazy person, uh, that whoever was making this story it was real to them because it is real to him. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's what makes it great, the realism of it. But the plot is crazy. The, the, the scenes are great and, I think, better than the new one. But the overarching plot of the movie is just bonkers. <laughs> I just kind of bought it. They're like, they're like, okay, this building is an epicenter of paranormal activity. Okay, yeah. uh, do you, know you what... need the key master and the gatekeeper. Jeff, okay, sure. Jeff, <laughs> do you know at what minute in the movie all of the things you just said happen? Yeah, near the end. <laughs> it's like an hour and 22 minutes into this hour and 40 minute movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a slow build. <laughs> But we never get the uh, the bad guy's motivation in the new one. He's just, like, trying to summon ghosts because yeah. he wants to. I feel like maybe that's setting to, it up for a sequel to, because he's at, sort of, he's like a nobody, but he's got these ideas on what to do. I feel like maybe it's going to come out that he was, you know, influenced by somebody. like By uh, Zool, because they have that teaser at the end yeah, of the Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's going to yeah. go specifically that way. Of course, they did mention Zool. But, uh, yeah, I, that's what that's the impression that I got. But I'd just like to point out that uh, in the uh, in the old one, the bad guy's motivation is uh, he died like forty years before the movie happened. <laughs> which wait, which guy? Gozer? The, no, <laughs> no. The main bad guy is the guy who designed the tower that summons oh, right. Gozer, and he is yeah. he died at, shortly after World War One. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I I I don't know. I kind of. 
I thought when the bad guy shows up in the new Ghostbusters, I'm like, okay, this is like the Rick Moranis character. We're going to see that he got possessed by a demon or an evil spirit and is being compelled to uh, summon ghosts and stuff. Mm. But no, he's just doing it because he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think they were trying to make him out to be like a criminal mind style like killer who uses ghosts to kill people because he's a weirdo. That would have been much cooler. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what they were going for in a comedy way. Like, they had this all the scenes where he was interacting with people and everyone didn't want to talk to him because he was so weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if they had leaned into that a little more, instead they were like, he's doing ghosts on these ley lines so that he could make a big ghost at the middle of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I still think and that makes he, more he sense done made than that big ghost. I think I still think that makes more sense than for some reason ghosts have started happening around this building that's been there for a hundred years. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of forget what the inciting incident is. There is not yeah. one. <laughs> the inciting incident, huh. really, like story wise, has to be that they started to research this, so then this stuff started to happen, so they could yes. be there researching it. Yeah, so let me let me it. point out for listeners who may be confused. When I said Ghostbusters is possibly my favorite movie, I genuinely love this movie. I think that the humor in it is genius of a level that we've rarely seen in film. Um, but if you try to apply any logical thought to the plot at all, it just <laughs> falls apart. Yeah, mm, I I disagree strongly. I, I think it's it's very tight. How? What <laughs> What definition of tight are you using here? It's like, just like uh, the scene-to-scene action just, I don't know, it fo- it follows a little better. I actually kind of felt like the new one could have used a montage, but instead they were like, you guys have to pretend not to be Ghostbusters for real. <laughs> I, think, I think that that leads into my other problem with the new movie, which is that they had too many comedians in it. I was really upset um. that the... <laughs> No, listen. Uh, okay. <laughs> the lady who was, like, the mayor's, uh, uh, like, PR person or whatever. Cecily Strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, like, the guy who was the dean of the university they got kicked out of. Higgins. Were both, Higgins. We're both trying so hard to be funny. And what's <laughs> yeah. great about the original Ghostbusters is that the four Ghostbusters are all comedians and weirdos and funny. And that everyone else is normal and pissed off. Yeah, I really, I really didn't like that the mayor was also a jokester. Everyone was making jokes all the time. There was no straight person to bounce off of, except for, I guess, uh, Leslie Jones, who was really good in it, and possibly my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, but she wasn't a straight person. Like, compare her to uh, 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 Zedmore. Like, yeah, he was far more of a straight character Ghostbuster than she was. Yeah, although he's only in it for, like, four scenes. I know, which is really a shame, having read yeah. now, read about how, when he signed up for the movie, how excited he was about all the stuff about his character being in the Air Force or something, and then they yeah. cut all that stuff out of the script. It's really sad. Yeah, it's yeah, a it, It's a shame, because he's, like, he's really good, and, he, again, he gives all the other comedians something to react off of to make this whole thing more grounded mm-hmm. um so every time he's there the scene is instantly much better and i kind of wanted somebody like that in the new ghostbusters but i didn't like in the old one there's one of the funniest jokes is the fact that janine their receptionist is dumb but she's dumb in a way where 
like a lot of dumb people, she thinks that she's an intellectual, so she keeps uh, on like, yeah, no, no, like, I don't the, agree. <laughs> no, there's there's the conversation <laughs> she has with Egon where she's like, "Do you read a lot?" And he says, "Print is dead." And she says, "Uh, yes, that's very interesting. I read a lot myself. A lot of people think I'm too intellectual." And she's reading a People magazine while she's doing it, and it's like. She didn't listen to what he said. She's not very smart. Like, she's probably normal intelligence, but trying to compare her intelligence to this insane person with, like, seven PhDs. So the humor is there. (laughs) No, I disagree. I don't think that's true at all. I think, yeah, maybe she's a person of average intelligence, but she's hitting on this guy. And so she's going to say, she knows he's not paying attention. She's going to say things that sound like the right things, even though they don't have anything to back them up. Because she knows he's not paying attention. (laughs) You guys are getting so mad agreeing with each other. (laughs) You said she's dumb. I don't think she's dumb at all. Well, okay, it's not, okay, maybe not dumb, but the the joke is the fact that she's trying to appear intellectual to this guy who's completely uninterested in that and is way more intellectual than she is. I don't think that's it. Well, anyway. There, there's a lot more subtlety to, yes, to Janine than there is to Kevin. That's my point. The guy, Kevin, in the new Ghostbusters if he was in the real world, would be in an institution because he's too stupid to be alive and on his own. Yeah, that's pretty good, though. It's, it's a joke, but it's like a Bugs Bunny joke. And yeah, that's fine. The, the brilliance of the old Ghostbusters is that everybody is like real humans reacting to these crazy people. Oh, instead come of like, on. Lewis is Ooh. not a real person. Everything he says is total yeah. ridiculous nonsense. Everything about his Lewis? life... Oh, yes, Rick sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But for every one weirdo character, there's at least one normal character that they can bounce off of. Like, Lewis, yeah. is, Lewis is funny because he bounces off of Dana, who is, like, a fairly normal person. Yeah, there's yeah. no Dana in this movie. Right, yeah. in there's, the same there's way. There's no, like, normal person. Like, Janine is normal to Egon's, like, crazy... And then Winston and Ray, and then uh, Bill Murray and every other character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I. Uh, it's it's weird that they're in the same franchise and have a very similar feel, despite being so vastly different in content. Yeah, it's just a shame that like I think that they did a very good job with the new movie and I liked it a lot. I just wish it was a little bit more subtle. I I feel like the brilliance of the first one is how subtle it is and it, it's sad to me that that was the thing that kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah, I think that goes down to the movie makers involved though. Like I really sure. like Paul Feig's work, but it is much broader. Well, and Matt, did you do you know Katie Dippold? I do. I, know I was she went to college. Yeah, I was. I've seen her in a bunch of things, and I was very briefly involved in an improv group that she was in. Uh, yeah, I uh, it, I think it's really cool that uh, 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 a common alumni is succeeding. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really like the heat, and I felt like the writing was not great in this Ghostbusters thing. Uh, and I'm not sure whether that's on her or on Feig. I think the writing was fine. I just think it was, like Louisa said, I think it was too broad. But, I mean, there is a market for that. And some broad movies, including this one, are very good. It's just not... Yeah. Listen, just movies not starring women. <laughs> Don't call them broad movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boo. man. Am I right? No, you can't boo me. Boo. I'm the genius. <laughs> boo. No, that was great. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just so weird because Paul Feig also made Spy and Bridesmaids, which I think are also both ludicrous and over the top and way better than uh, Ghostbusters or The Heat, which are, those are like his, I feel like he has a fifth here's, movie. Here's a thing. Is there a reason why literally every big budget movie has to have a scene where people try out weapons? Mm, yeah, I think people like that. Why? Like, what I think was people the... liked it because that's the whole premise of Iron Man, and they liked Iron Man. But what was the point of that in Ghostbusters? Well, this is this is going to sound weird, and maybe I'm know. wrong, but I feel like now uh, studios care so much more about the international audience, and there needs to be mm. more things that are entertaining, even if they're translated, and like a scene mm. like that works no matter what. That's true. I think it's also, in a weird way, like, a very broad common... Sorry, women, common (laughs) common denominator of, like, um, everyone... In a a subconscious way, everyone likes to see something introduced and then see that thing come back later. Yeah. So it's like, hey, dummies, we're going to do a sequence that is just introducing things, and then later on you'll see those things happen again in another isolated scene that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, if you cut those two scenes out, you wouldn't notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our subreddit today is Sad Cringe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got <laughs> Sad Cringe, and I'm already looking at the top of all time, and I love all Well, let me I get into at. it first. So it's Poor a very, Jeb Bush. But it's a very plain <laughs> opener. It's just a pale blue background, no pictures whatsoever. On the side it says, don't know what this subreddit is about? Read on. This subreddit is not the same as other cringe subreddits. I don't know what that means. There are other cringe <laughs> subreddits. Why? This subreddit. Yeah, this one is sad cringe, Matt. It's not just our cringe. <laughs> this subreddit is about sad images that also slightly make you cringe. Example post, which is a link I'm not going to click on yet. This image is good because it's sad, but also makes you cringe. Rules, no bullying, uh, no brigading other... Subreddits and websites, follow Reddit at all times, do not post personal info. So, yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is a sad one. The The yeah. example they gave is sad. It's just sad. I'm not cringing at all, I'm just sad. I just feel like I want to hug this man, this poor man. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there was a, the other example, uh, the like third one from the top is sad pawpaw, which was a, which was a me- meme for a while. Uh, the, the tweet that's a photo of a grandpa eating a burger and looking sad, oh, no. uh, and his, his granddaughter being like, uh, the tweet says dinner with Papa tonight. He made 12 burgers for all six grandkids and I'm the only one who showed up. Love him. Oh no. <laughs> See, these are And just I don't sad. know what the cringe yeah. is there. I feel like cringe should be a awkward person who's like I went to a, you know, a, a book signing for George R. R. Martin or something and I made him this hideous sparkly jacket. I hope he loves it. Like I feel like that would be a sad cringe. Yeah, who am I supposed to feel embarrassed for in this sad pawpaw thing? Is it the dead grandchildren? I know they're not dead. I just wish they were. <laughs> yeah, because there's another image that's update on sad pawpaw, and it's uh, all six grandkids. Most of them look real mad that they're there. Oh, and the, gra- uh, the grandpa's wearing a t-shirt that says, I ate a burger with sad pawpaw, www.sadpawpaw.com, and a drawing of the photograph of him sad eating the burger. 
what the fuck is <laughs> like what he turned you? this into a weird elder career internet what are you <laughs> what are you doing yeah i feel like this jeb bush one fits it says uh, it's a jeb yeah. bush tweet Worked the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru in New Hampshire yesterday. Every vote counts. So he's standing next to where cars are pulling up to the drive-thru and shaking hands and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of sad and cringeworthy. It's funny because he posted this, like, uh, last year and then somebody found it and reposted it, like, five months ago after his entire political career has fallen apart. So, (laughs) yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's sad and cringe because he thinks it's a good idea. I guess so. I mean, it isn't a bad idea what he's doing. It's just annoying. It's not as much of a sad cringe as please clap. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of hard to capture in an image, though. The problem is, in theory, that's sad, but every time I think of it, it makes me laugh so much. It's like a scene from Arrested Development. It's just like... It's. I can't believe it happened in real life. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Jesus, that poor idiot. <laughs> well, I don't feel that bad for him. He's still yeah, Jeb mean, Bush. Oh he's, yeah, no, he's also like a huge bigot and part of like a rich family of morons who don't deserve any of their fame or wealth. Yeah, that's all true. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I found one that is a sad cringe. It's in the top links. Uh, no, it's a little bit down. It's a guy try- It's a guy trying to ask a girl out uh, on Facebook messages, and she says, he says, I overheard you talking about this thing, uh, and she's like, what? Why are you listening to my conversation? And then he asks her on a date, and she says no, and he immediately says, sorry, that was my friend. <laughs> Aww. It's pretty oh. bad. You can't ever be like I that. S- and that's not the end, also. Then afterwards, he's like, but if you did want to go on a date, would you? Uh, and she's like, absolutely not. That's the worst uh, thing. No. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. There's one There's one on here of a guy who posted a picture of himself on a girl's Facebook wall. With The, the caption says, these are my new Guild Wars 2 limited edition headsets. I love them. And then she posted, why is this on my wall? And he says, because I wanted you to see it. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But that's just, I feel like these are all just, I don't understand why these are sadder than anything I would cringe at. What makes this different from just cringing? I don't know, because I feel like the cringe also... Like, you can have the cringe be about someone who's a detestable human being that you don't feel bad for. But then I don't empathize with them enough to cringe, I feel. Is that Mm. not true of everyone? No, I get embarrassed by the behavior of people that I find detestable sometimes. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Uh, I guess so. Oh no, there's one... It's world's hottest teenager number 19 of all time and it's a guy it's a like normal looking young dude with a picture of himself and then he's leaving pretty much all of the comments on the photo (laughs) asking people to like it and saying that he's cool okay so here's a uh here's a thing here's my new political platform i'm running for president i guess and here's my new political platform 
people should not be allowed on the internet between the ages of 11 and 28. Yes, agreed. Cosign. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't really nail it until I was 28. <laughs> like, you're really just making it worse on yourself. This is to protect you. It's like when people say, like, everyone should be allowed to do whatever drugs they want, but really we can't do that because we're protecting people from killing themselves. I feel like this is the same thing. We're protecting you from the worst things that you would do to yourself if you had access to the internet. Yeah. Although then podcasts wouldn't exist. Oh, no. (laughs) What percentage of podcast listeners do you think are in their teens? Uh, I was just... uh, When I, I was at a friend's birthday party yesterday and her little brother who i think is 13 was there and he's into creepypasta so she recommended my podcast to him and uh i think that that's probably usual and then you said you should not listen to it because of adult ideas <laughs> no i didn't bother because like i don't know i was reading uh stephen king and stuff by his age so it's probably fine yeah but you talk a lot about Oh, I was going to say something gross, but my sister's on this podcast, and I can't do it. Uh, what were you going to say? I've been on Creepypasta. I'd like to know what you're going to say. I mean, Boners it wasn't going to be pooping. true. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you talk a lot about fisting on that podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's you're not, not talking about not your own interest that in would fisting. That's not on TV. <laughs> That's true. That's why it's so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons probably makes jokes about fisting these days. Oh, no. <laughs> I think they had a whole episode about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Homer Homer goes to a Homer, hooker and asks to fist her. Homer goes a fistin, I think is the name of the episode. <laughs> I like Jeff's episode description, which sounds like the most boring and sad episode of The Simpsons ever. What's the B storyline on that episode? <laughs> Uh, Bart gets a good grade on a test. (laughs) Yeah, Homer gets his fist stuck in a hooker. And Bart gets a good grade on a test. (laughs) So terrible. (laughs) That's actually more like a family guy episode. Oh, no. It's funny, Jeff, you always insult me by saying that I should be a writer for Mad TV, and I feel like I'm going to insult you now by saying you should be a writer for Family Guy. Oh my god, that would be great, because I am so good at being crass in a viciously unfunny way. (laughs) That's what I say when you say I should be on Mad TV, except without the crass part. The problem is, Jeff, you you don't know enough 80s references to just go, hey, remember Airwolf? And then write into the script that there should be a 30-second pause while people remember Airwolf. No, I absolutely do, because uh, I was the only person in the audience who recognized when they straight up lifted a joke from the film Airplane. Yeah. Just wholesale stole the joke without being like, remember Airplane? Yeah, that sounds about I right. I hate that show. That's just... I hate it so much. Did anyone ever like it? Yes! And I mean this... Yeah, I and liked I, it when I it met, first no, aired. See, I'm mad at people like Jeff, because I remember when it came out, it came out the same time as Futurama. And yes. I love Futurama. And I had a bunch of friends who were like, yeah, and Family Guy's even better. And at the time, I was like, fuck this fucking show. And no one else came around to that for like five years. No, I was sad that it got cancelled after the first season. Yeah, see? Uh, but now I'm, sa- now I'm sad that it didn't stay cancelled. <laughs> people like Jeff are the problem. 
Yeah, yep, Jeff, I don't know. Well, okay, but in Jeff's defense, he was seven. Hey, like, no, I we wasn't. Were, we were grown-ups, and he was still a little baby. I was 11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah uh, 11-year-olds are allowed to like the worst things. I liked Dragon I watched, Ball Z when I was 11. I watched South Park when it premiered. I was eight. Uh, I, I should not have been allowed to watch that. No. Yeah. Also, no one should have been allowed to watch it because it's not a very good show. 20th anniversary this year. How is it still going? Does anyone watch it know. anymore? I think it's the best rated show on Comedy Central. Besides reruns of Futurama. Oh, man. Comedy Central really uh, pissed away their only uh, cash cow when they replaced Jon Stewart with Trevor Noah. Not that Trevor Noah is not funny, but he is not the right kind of funny to be on Daily Show. Uh, I hear the past week or so has been good, so mm. maybe I'll go back and watch it. Mm. But probably not, because I hate being mad and upset, I which genuinely, is what the Daily Show makes me. I genuinely tried so hard to like the show, continue liking the show when Trevor Noah came on. I think I watched it for a whole month, and I just... I just... It was killing the memories of the good... You know in, in TV shows when, like, somebody's child has been murdered and then the, the police officers are like, you don't want to see that body. You don't want to... You want to remember her as she was alive, not mutilated like that. That's exactly what Trevor Noah's Daily Show is doing to my memories of the Daily Show. Really? I, I don't know. I thought it was just kind of, like, okay. It's just... It's, that's it's just the worst there. part. If it was... <laughs> just awful i could be like this isn't the same show but instead it's just mediocre and that's somehow worse <laughs> oh speaking of did you see uh on colbert's late show yeah. he brought that's back what i was gonna fictional say colbert and that, also john stewart that made me feel bad in the same way because his audience are a bunch of mainstream idiots now <laughs> they're not people who like the character of stephen colbert so he did not get the audience reaction he used to get on the colbert report and that made me sad. i think a lot of people didn't understand what was happening yeah to be i think honest. so as well <laughs> Yeah, because I think that uh, his audience probably isn't the same one anymore, so they don't understand that Stephen Colbert from The Colbert Report is a fictional character. Yeah, all that is what was making me sad. I think that he got a lot of spillover from uh, David Letterman's uh, old yep. audience, and those sure. people liked a kind of comedy that is not as sophisticated, I think, as uh, Stephen Colbert's is. Yeah, I mean, that's why why Conan lost The Tonight Show, because he was speaking to young people instead of Jay Leno's audience. Yeah. I never found David Letterman funny. Is there anything old people can't fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah, I guess guess they really just like watching uh, aged movie actors play beer pong with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> That's the Tonight Show now. Yeah, what's that guy James something Corden? that does the Late Late Show? Corden. Yeah, he's he's getting some some buzz and like I mean, I don't know that I personally would want to watch a lot of James Corden or Jimmy Fallon, but like good for them that they found a way to stay yeah. relevant on television. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't understand when people are super mad about those shows. Yeah. Uh, I just don't care. I get irritated because the people who are really mad about how, oh, you know, Jimmy Fallon and James Corden, they aren't funny. Those people love David Letterman, and he fucking was never funny. <laughs> Nothing he ever did was funny. Don't tell me he's yeah, plus, so great and everyone else is bad now. 
didn't he like rape a lady or something horrible? No, no. Or did he just like You're sexually of Bill harass Cosby her again, Jeff? He. Mm, no. I'm thinking of a lot of famous old men that are not in as prison. As far as I understand, he never did anything non-consensual, but he cheated on his wife a ton, and he even had a secret room in his studio to cheat with someone who worked for him. So I mean, like you could say, you could say maybe there's like undue pressure that he uh, got someone who worked that... with him to sleep, to work for him to sleep with him, but. As far as I know, no allegations of rape ever. Okay, was that the thing from a few years ago where he went on the show and was like, hey, I banged one of my employees who's like 29? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What a creep. (laughs) Guys, this is bumming me out, but you know what's not bumming me out even though it probably should and makes me a bad person? There's a picture on here of Kirk Cameron having a birthday party. Oh, no. (laughs) And it's him in some kind of, like, boardroom with a cake and four subway subs on the table, and he's alone. Where, where is this? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I, I'm deep into the top <laughs> of all time. Uh, let's see, it's in the number, deep web. Number thirty-eight, top of all time. <laughs> and uh, number number five, top of all time. Sorry, dude, is another very sad one. It is someone asking his friend to write on his Facebook wall for his birthday and then apologizing. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I like I the ones look at that this are Kirk Cameron birthday. Uh, yeah, he's a terrible person, so I think this is really exactly. funny. Exactly, that's great. Like the ones that are f- the problem is they don't belong on cringeworthy because I'm not cringing at this at all because I think Kirk Cameron is a bad person. So I'm happy that he's sad. I guess mm. I um, wish he was sadder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm I'm looking through for the ones that are just pictures instead of text based. And yeah. uh, I think that that's more fun because the text ones are really bumming me out. <laughs> Legitimately, yeah. like, I feel sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Facebook posts are the worst. Yeah. Uh, one is a, a girl vague vague booking saying, if you like me, then talk to me. But if you're not interested, then I give up. And someone responds, I like you. And then she responds to that uh, comment, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> So she kind of deserves what she gets then, really, right? Yeah, it's true. Okay, guys. Okay, related to Facebook, but not related to cringing, because I'm trying to get away from this topic. (laughs) Somebody posted a thing on uh, Facebook today. A friend of mine posted it. And it's a video that I've seen before, but I actually watched it today. I don't know why. Um, And it's like a weird, one of those, like, motivational videos that's, like, kind of an allegory about a guy and his daughter is like sad because life is so hard so he he cooks potatoes and eggs have you seen this no. do you know what i'm talking about is, nope. what is this chocolate chocolate rain no. star wars kid <laughs> no I don't, I don't know this one no 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 okay it's like a it's it's all told in like text popping up on the video in front of still pictures and it's like a girl is sad because life is so hard and there's so many challenges and she's afraid she can't do it. And she tells her father and her father, who's a chef, uh, like puts three pots of water on boil. And then uh, he puts potatoes in one and eggs in another and coffee in the third one. And then when they're done, he's like, see, the potatoes started out hard, but they got soft because of their problems that they had to face. The eggs started out soft, but got hard because of the problems. And then the coffee, like, changed the problem to make it into something great. And then, like, so, you know, this is how you should live your life, I guess. I don't know. I don't really understand. But, (laughs) yeah. 
Uh, so the whole thing is like, so which of these things are you going to be? Are you going to crumble like a cooked potato or get hard or <laughs> get like, real you know, swole like an egg? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or are you going to like, uh, are you going to change the nature of the problem to make it into something great? And I had to restrain myself from responding to this video by being like, this person does not know how to make coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah you it... don't just put coffee beans in boiling water and then it becomes coffee. I was wondering if that's what you were no, talking no, about. That's, that's what I was works. imagining. <laughs> that's not how it works at all, Jeff. Mm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> also, that's also, not even a good what... breakfast. You're not cooking your potatoes or your eggs in a good way to make a good breakfast. And also, um, what little girl likes coffee? Like, <laughs> You can't be like... See how great this coffee is? Don't you want to be like this? <laughs> Remember how much you love coffee? <laughs> yeah. So, that's dumb. And I, I think a lot of things are dumb, I guess, is my point. <laughs> yeah, I can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. A lot of things are super dumb. <laughs> no, I think a lot of times when people try to make like deep philosophical points online... They think they're so they're being so clever, and it's you have to restrain yourself from entering into it and just being like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, uh, you're making the most cliche things, and you're making them wrong. Like, not only are you trying to convince me of something that everyone knows, but you're doing it badly. Yep, people love that stuff, though. They think it's so relatable. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, we never, we never. Um, well, we, I never think of the thing I did on the internet until we're, like, halfway through the episode. <laughs> but I spent a lot of time watching 80s Crystal Light aerobics videos on YouTube. <laughs> oh, what? no. Have you guys ever Louisa, done that? you're not supposed to be sad, cringe-worthy. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that, though? <laughs> no. You know what I'm talking no. about? No. That's not a thing people do. <laughs> well, I started by re- I don't even know what that well, is. let me explain. I started by re-watching the Key and Peele sketch, which is about aerobics. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Nope. But it is nope. based on some Crystal Light aerobics championship shows that were broadcast in the late 80s for a few years, and, like, the music's the same and everything. So then, of course, I was like, oh, I have to watch some of the real stuff. Uh, Alan Thicke hosted one of the years, and he wrote the theme song, which is called Sweaty and Hot. You. And I recommend. Oh, this was you watch all of this, this was mentioned on a podcast. That yes, listen to which one? Uh, stop podcasting yourself. I think, but I yeah, it this. seems about right. They talk about Alan Thicke a lot. They do. <laughs> uh, it might have been Jordan Jesse Go. That's possible. Okay, I don't listen to that one, so that makes more sense. Anyway, I've watched uh, some of these yeah. videos before, but this week I was like, mm, better get back in there. <laughs> better watch all the videos, and they are pretty insane, but they're very upbeat, so they kind of cheer you up. I, I recommend like, them. <laughs> I feel like every picture on this subreddit could be better if the picture came up and it was actually a GIF and then, a, like, a missile came in and blew up the picture and then said, destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, all... No, that, I, I buy it. <laughs> all of these people are really sad, and then if you, if you just took it one step meaner, and it was just like, this GIF is, like even more making fun of these people than just posting a picture of them. I think it could be funnier and less sad somehow. Hmm. Or, no. what if every time you open a page, it just did... I think you can get that. You can probably get that Chrome plug-in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 
only Crow thing plugin, it does. every time you click on a Reddit link, it just makes that noise. <laughs> I would like there to be a Reddit, and maybe it exists, but I doubt it because the thing I'm about to say is insane. <laughs> but I would like there to be a Reddit where someone goes through and looks at every one of these cringe ones and then, like, posts a nice version of it, like a counterpoint to it. <laughs> this dad cooked eggs and uh, potatoes and made his daughter a nice breakfast. No. <laughs> Why wouldn't that not, be that? Not that. Why not that? <laughs> no, I want it to be like like this this grandpa with the burgers, sadly eating his burger, and then somebody goes through and like finds a picture of this same grandpa, but like I don't know, playing guitar <laughs> on stage with uh with Bruce Springsteen. I thought you were going to say finds other photos of him hanging out with his grandkids to prove that he's a liar and he's doing this for sympathy, and then everybody doxes him. <laughs> <laughs> is that the world you oh, want to live in? <laughs> I think you're gonna. He wears a trucker cap at the end that says "Doxy Grandpa" because <laughs> he wants to get doxed. Uh, no, because he's still trying to market off of that's it. That's an amazing joke, Jeff. I love it. Uh, Doxy Grandpa is so good. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally meaningless phrase. Like, I'm a grandpa, and I got doxxed. How could I bank on this? But it's also, like, kind of a counterpoint to that old foxy grandma thing. Foxy grandpa? Yeah, no, that's the joke. Foxy grandpa. I know, it's... Oh, doxy grandpa is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we... Inst- <laughs> Can we start... Instead of referring to the hacktivist group as anonymous... Can we start calling them the Doxy Grandpas? <laughs> yes. In fact, we have to. <laughs> uh, do they do doxing? I feel like they do more DDoS stuff. I feel like if you started calling them the Doxy Grandpas, they might dox you. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you wanted. Oh. In Soviet Russia, Grandpa doxes you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to end the show there. We're an hour and 20 minutes in, and we're not getting better than this. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Seeing Reddit. Yeah, if you like this show, please recommend it to your friends, and don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us to grow a bigger audience. Um, uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. You can contact us on on Gmail at uh, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter as a dox- Doxy Grandpa. <laughs> I wonder if that's available. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm oh, actually yeah. on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter J3FK at weaponizedlanguage.com. You can go listen to infinity other podcasts that I do. I have one every weekday. <laughs> Jeff, that's all. Your life. <laughs> I'm, is a, I'm lot, a madman. There's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saved it at the end there. <laughs> uh, stop it! <laughs> I'm losing. I'm, you I'm can find me on fuck. Right <laughs> fuck you! Your display name is going to be Doxy Grandpa. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, I'm Louisa. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm Louisa Heron. You can see the pictures of the food that I made from the internet that I was talking about. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Doxy Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs>
Doxy Grandpa with two X's is not taken. Doxy Grandpa with one X also not taken. <laughs> oh, get on it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not taking the the like handle, but I'm definitely making my name Doxy Grandpa on Twitter. <laughs> the funniest thing about this is that this episode is not coming out for three weeks. <laughs> And also, no one will know that this is Jeff's joke that I've just stolen and made my own. <laughs> They'll know eventually. No, no one listens to this shit. Yeah, by true. the time this episode comes out, people will be like, yeah, but that was kind of Matt's thing. I think I remembered him talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sad, though, uh, that now the, the best joke we've ever done on this show is Jeff's joke. I feel like before <laughs> now it was uh, debatable, but now it's Jeff's for sure. <laughs> I want to change my display name to Mecca John Henry, but right now it's Cucky Barnes, which is a way better joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hard. Oh God. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, come on back next week, guys, and we'll do some more jokes. All right. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Hail Hydra. Jeff, why did you Why did I whisper? <laughs> oh, we're all still in tonight. <laughs>